Hello there, you're listening to the Watson's Daily Podcast with me, Peter Watson, on Thursday the 12th of January. Today I'll be joined by Mariana Sampson who is a Watson's Daily Ambassador. Hi there, Mariana. How are you doing today? Hi, Peter. Doing great. What about yourself? Yep, good. All good here. Um, so, what would you like to talk about today? So, I would like to talk about an article from the Times that talks about Barrett in. It's called Barrett in Warning Over House Sales Slump. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, this is an article about Barrett developments. And mm-hmm. just for anyone who doesn't know, this is one of the largest residential property development companies in the UK. Um, and they work in, you know, England, Scotland, so all over the place. And so what is happening is that they basically said that they will have to build less um, houses this year if sales don't pick up soon. Because now, uh, at the rate that they're going at now, they are selling half as many homes per week as they were last summer. So what this meant for them is that they already canceled 22 sites that were previously approved for development um, because they're anticipating a slowdown in activity in the buying market of, for real estate. Um, but plans, but they, do, they did say that their plans could change if things improve. And so I would just like to break down kind of what is happening and why this is happening. So basically, they had to cancel everything because people are not buying houses. So why are people not buying houses? There's a couple of things, but um, there has been higher interest rates, which has led to higher prices. And the cost of living means that most people can't afford a new home at the moment. So let's break those down a little bit more. So you have the higher interest rates, especially in the aftermath of the mini budget. Um, For those of you that don't remember back in the beginning of, I think it was maybe October, uh, the government, the UK government released a mini budget and the details of this doesn't really, don't really matter for this. So if we just zoom out, they basically, all of this just caused a lot of confusion. So for lenders, So basically what happened is that mortgage offers and rates were withdrawn from the market because of this um, uncertainty caused by the mini budget. So Mm -hmm. then um, they were put, so when mortgages, mortgage offers were put back out, they were um, at much higher rates as we saw. And this made, obviously made mortgages a lot more expensive. So, you know, you have that and you also have um, an, you, you combine that with the highest interest rates that the, the UK banks and the government are increasing um, because they're trying to curb inflation, except this is happening pretty much everywhere except in Turkey, where they're still decreasing. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Um, so just going back to the UK, um, you have these increased interest rates, which means that mortgages are getting a lot more expensive. So we also saw another article. I know very, um, I've been doing, I did this twice this week now, mentioning two stories in one, but I think they <laughs> went hand in hand um, that there were more than 
750,000 UK households that were at risk of a mortgage default. Uh, and this was in the FT. So this basically um, highlighted the amount of potential defaults in the next couple of years because there was an assumption that households, um, the, that the mortgage costs exceed 30% of their income. So people are making 30% less than what they should be making in order to pay their mortgage. So basically all of this does not only deter people from a buying because they simply can't afford it, but it also um, this also has weakened the uh, confidence of potential buyers. So mm. there seems to be um, a slowdown in the buying of houses. And so, but what, what does this mean? Basically, where there is less demand and and I'm, I'm I will break a couple of things down here but you know you would think that there is less demand in the market for buying houses because people can't afford them which would mean that the prices should eventually go down but this hasn't been the case and we have been seeing this for quite a few uh, quite some time now maybe for about a bit over so the issue here is not necessarily with the demand that has been going down, but also with the supply. Because as we see in the story, a lot of developers have not been making new houses. So new houses are not in the market. And a lot of people also choose not to sell their house and instead they rent them. So all of this is not only causing the um, the, the real estate buying uh yeah, so is it's not only causing buying a house to get a lot more expensive, but renting is also getting a lot more expensive. So you see that you have um, an effect on basically every aspect of real estate when it comes to um, residential property. And so there is this slow in demand and the supply is not getting any better. And, you know, there, there, there doesn't seem to be... Um, any more houses coming in anytime soon, like we saw in the article. So all of this is quite problematic. Um, but what will happen next? Uh, first of all, I did want to say that it might be the case that um, there's not much demand as of right now, because people don't normally buy a house at the end of a year. They usually wait until a bit later in the year to buy. So maybe if sales do increase over the next few months, then you know, developers will be more confident to make new houses. Or maybe if there's, you know, some announcement from the government that they will be supporting developers. Or I remember there was um, a partnership about a year ago between Octopus Real Estate and the government, and they were funding um, houses that were more eco-friendly. So, you know, if we see something like that in the rise again, then maybe this will get better. But, you know, as it is now, it's it's there's not much hope but again this might be just the fact that it's still the the beginning of the year and maybe later down uh, the line people will start buying more so but as of right now this makes as i mentioned rent more expensive because instead of selling owners will be renting instead and the the problem and why this is making renting more expensive is people are looking to buy when their um lease agreement and the rental agreements are coming to an end so you know you have the one the first lease agreement that has come to an end and you're looking to rent again and it is more likely than not that for pretty much like the same house or the same property um your rental agreement the price will increase every time you find a new place so basically the, we're seeing once again that everything is getting more expensive but um and that it it is hitting developments 
developers quite hard because they had to cancel um, ma uh, many of their projects. But at the same time, this could be getting better soon. So I guess we'll have to wait and see. <coughs> Sorry. Fair enough. No yeah, you made a lot. No, you made a lot of good points there. I mean, by the way, I, I just thought it was interesting to note. Um, and, and I, I have to say, I I look at Wikipedia from now every now and again. And when I was looking at this um, uh, article, I just happened to look at Wikipedia. Um, ex exciting facts about Bar uh, Barrett Developments: it was started by an accountant in the 1950s um, who couldn't afford to buy a house. So yeah. he bought some land and he built his own house on it. And that's how it started. Um, yes. Isn't that amazing? But anyway, yeah. um, so uh, so anyway, so yes, um, you're perfectly right on, on what you say. Um, I think, you know, the um, house prices haven't gone down. Um, that's not really been that's not been um, uh, because of uh, uh, because of, of demand. It's because of lack of supply. Um, and, you know, we saw the other day uh, earlier on this week that the that the central bank is going to put more pressure on um, buy to let mortgages. That's going to mean that um, landlords are going to there are going to be well, existing landlords are going to think, actually, why why don't I just sell out? Prices are high. I'll just I'm just going to, you know. I'm just going to call it quits, um, and and that means that there'll be existing landlords will um, exit the market, and then there's less incentive, or it's going to be harder for people to become landlords. Which again, um, you know, because because of pressure from um, uh, the you know central bank, um, and so that means that there's going to be few, fewer houses available, fewer uh, homes available on the rental market. So uh, rental markets gets hit. Um, you know uh, the and and the sort of you know the permanent market gets hit as well. So yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky time at the moment. But you know it may I I'm sort of I don't know sneaking suspicion. Um, the end of last year we saw this uh, you know the mini budget that wasn't that that had maximum consequences, um, and I think that totally it either well depends on your way of looking at it it either it accelerated what was going to already happen into a very short space of time or it just threw everything out of whack um and we've spent the rest of the year kind of dealing dealing with the consequences of that um and you know i again i think i said this at the end um, at the end of last year is that traditionally um house you know the housing market gets quite it it reaches a crescendo you know in the run-up to christmas because everyone wants to move before christmas then it stops because then people are going okay well i've got to spend on christmas presents and this that and the other yeah. um so nothing happens then you get into january and you think oh my god i've spent so much money um and 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 then so you don't want to do anything then apart from maybe sort of live live in a cave or something like that for a bit um and then uh and then or maybe it's just me i don't know uh but anyway and then after that you come out sort of february march april and that's when it starts hotting up again and then you i think you tend to see quite a hot you know, you know things get a lot more um fluid i guess once you hit spring and then you know going into summer and then and then it slows down again as people go on holiday well go on holidays if they can afford it um yeah. you know and, and and that's how it goes so I think there's still time. I mean, obviously, I think what Barrett is doing is it's managing down expectations um, at this moment in time. Um, and, uh, and, you know, maybe it will turn, maybe it will turn around. I mean, 
imagine, right, if the Ukraine war ended in, let's say, March, right? Let's say it did. And and it ended in a way that is, you know, um, okay from a Western point of view, let's say. If that happens, confidence would come back to the markets and there might be an extra kind of push and all the this this demand that was that was there before the Ukraine um, war might s- suddenly start coming back again. So it can change. I think that it can change. I mean, it's one of the things that um, you know I'm talking about in the forthcoming um, uh, Watson's yearly. Um, but it's just the case, you know, that the the resolution and how um, that war uh, re- is is resolved. Um, could have a huge effect on everything including the property market i believe um so yeah anyway anyway um i better move on to the next one because uh, i mean next story um because i'm i'm you know i'm intrigued to know uh the get the get the inside uh the, the inside story here because um you are of course uh, a gen a gen z person a, a yeah. representative yeah. of gen z so you are for the purposes of this podcast, you are the voice, Gen Z. So, like, uh, you know, no pressure, right? No pressure. Not ever. No uh, pressure. No, ever. no pressure. No pressure right. uh, so, anyway, I saw there was an interesting story today about JD Sports, right? And JD Sports had an absolutely superb Christmas, really good sales, um, and especially of things like. Um, uh, oh, what were they called again? The... Air Forces. <laughs> Air Force, yeah, Air Force Ones, yeah. weren't they? Air Force Ones. Um, uh, the you know, uh, trainers and um, and the the chief exec of uh, of um, uh, JD Sports said that this was all driven by the under twenty fives, who apparently have more money to spend than at any time over the last five years. Now, um, you know, he, he's also arguing that the that this age category. Um, has uh, is you know as as they're all com- coming back into the working environment, there are more jobs available, uh, you know, part time jobs and things like that. If you're if you're in, uh, in, in students, um, and saying saying that yeah, that they they've got more money available, tight labour market, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, I I also wonder whether there's something in the case that I I mean I I think that. Well, everyone, but I mean, I, I think um, a Gen Z, uh, you know, uh, p- people in the Gen Z um, are have had a pretty rubbish few years, you know. I mean, and and so maybe, you know, if you if you've got a part time job or something, and you're bringing in some money, um, are you more likely to go? Do you know what? I'm just going to spend it on something because I've had a, such a rubbish last couple of years. Yes, I will buy those, uh, you know, those trainers or, or whatever. So, so anyway, my question to you is: Has this guy got the? Um, sorry, this guy, the chief executive of JD <laughs> Sports, um, has, has? Well, you know, he's just a guy, right? He's just he's a guy. Just all of us. He's just a guy. So, do do you think that he's got it right, or do you think that he he just happened to luck out um, over this over the end of the year? What do you reckon? Are Gen Z big spenders yeah so as the official representative of the gen z for <laughs> yeah. this i want you to channel every gen z person in the world so, okay yeah <laughs> okay now, every gen z cell in my body says yeah. that this is right okay he is right <laughs> this guy is right yeah and um so i think a couple 
I think it was a couple months ago, actually, you had written about a story in One Things Daily how um, Gen Zers, let's call them, mm. are living with their parents rent free. I'm sure the parents are very happy for that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that, of course, it, you know, this, me- this means that they have a lot more money to spend on other things. And I think that that's one category of spenders. Mm. I think then you've got, you know, your average student with a part-time job or maybe two part-time jobs that said okay you know what i i haven't had to pay that much because let's say i'm working i was working from home so i've cut costs on transport or let's say i moved back with my parents for a couple years during covid so i have a bit more to spend and let's say you know you're you're let's just say you're one of those students that has a placement semester or placement year so you're making a bit more money um, you might carve out some money to, let's say, invest, like we were talking on Monday about Vanguard. You know, you might put in one of those tracker funds and track the process and see how it's going and get a bit of cash back. Or um, you might just have your part-time job and you're like, okay, well, I've made a bit, I've worked a bit more. I haven't been going out to eat that much. And I've been shopping at Aldi and Little instead of Morrison's and Waverly. Mm-hmm. So really Mm -hmm. combining everything we've talked about this week, you're like, okay, you know what? There's a 30% uh, off sale at JD. I might as well go get myself some Air Forces or some Yeezys Mm. or some Mm. nice dunks, whatever. Mm. And I think that, yes, they are spending more, but I definitely also think that a lot of um, young people are also making more because Mm. you you have these, you have very talented and very, very bright people who are going off to work in these big companies, maybe working longer days. And so, you know, they have a bit more to spend. And so, you know, you can take your average. So we've taken a couple of people, your average uh, student with a part-time job, maybe you're on a placement, maybe you're you're not a student, but you're living with your parents. So you've made a, you saved a bit of money. And then you've got, you know, the newly qualified lawyer who, you know, went straight from, university to having a job and is making let's say maybe a hundred thousand pounds a year or maybe it's not a trainee solicitor maybe it's uh you know you work in finance so I do think that he's got it right younger people are spending more but I also think that they're making more so Mm. it makes sense it is interesting because um I, I I was thinking and this is probably because I'm a I'm a parent I mean my my kids are 10 and 12 so I mean, they're not in. And actually, this, another question. Uh, funnily enough, what comes after Gen Z? Like, we've run out of the alphabet. Yeah, I really uh, don't know. I can Google that though. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. So I don't know what my kids are going to be. But anyway, when they, I kind of think, if I have kids who were in this generation, and let's say they've done uni, they're just on their first job. Um, I kind of find it a bit now this might be people might object to this when they listen but maybe this is just me being miserable but I'm thinking hold on a minute if they're living under my house under you know under my roof and um they are you know I see see them coming back with all these trainers and things like that I'm thinking well could could you pay like a bit of rent uh, that would be quite nice. Um, but I don't know whether that is a, you know, that's a thing or not. Um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, it, look, at the end of the day, um, it, they have they have done very well. And actually, it's one of the things that um, the um, luxury, um, you know, l- luxury retailer 
goods companies have been saying is actually, you know, Gen Zs are going in and they're, they're buying this luxury stuff as well. So, um, you know, it does, it does seem to be that Gen Zs are, are splashing the cash. So, I mean, yeah. the, the, I suppose the, the remaining question I need to ask really, uh, Marianne, is how, how many pairs of, uh, you know, Air Force Ones have you got, you know? I actually have one. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. <laughs> that was, in fact, a gift. Yeah. Uh, but right before that, I mean, you know, I only had one pair of shoes that I wore to every occasion. Okay. And then I realized that I really need to diversify that. <laughs> that's not going to work very well. Um, but yeah, just one pair and it was a birthday gift. But Good. To, to answer your two questions there, <laughs> we're just going to start over from Gen Z back to Gen Alpha. Apparently, alpha, okay. And Beta and so on. Okay. And um, I think you you might be taking the, you're living under my roof. I, you're <laughs> the rules a bit too far. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't want to start paying rent to yeah. my parents, but I think they're just yeah. glad to have me here. Oh, so, there you go. There you go. They should be. They should be. <laughs> very good. Very good. I'm sure they. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. And, and, if, and if they're listening to this, I know that you, you've obviously re- reinforced the fact that you don't want to pay rent, right? So yes. I mean, that's. <laughs> but anyway, okay, brilliant. Uh, right. Well, on on that uh, on that note, uh, I think we'll we'll end uh, the podcast there. Now, um, just to say, as I um, generally do on a Thursday, today's Thursday, and this is the time that. Uh, um there is a call um that i do tonight on thursday night between 7 and 7 p.m this is available for all silver and gold member uh, members uh, or subscribers of um uh, watson's daily and this is where i do an overview of what's happened over the week how the stories have developed um and then we're gonna um i i've asked a, a couple of debate questions and um, we'll be um, talking about those as well so the idea is um, I give you an overview and then um, you have a chance to um, contribute and and uh, throw ideas around and all that kind of stuff so the debating topics are in today's um, Watson's Daily um, right at the top uh, the link is again right at the top um, so so yes uh, hopefully um, see at least some of you there um, to bring in the uh new year so yeah um okay well look thank you very much indeed uh mariana for today thank you um good for your insight glad that you have channeled the entirety of generation z i'm see again i'll call it generation z right because i'm thinking i don't want it to all to be american right it's called generation z not z but i don't know i can't do that i can't i can't do it i know i can't i mean yeah anyway so um thank you very much indeed um and thank you very much for listeners for listening uh to this podcast and supporting us if you like this podcast please um give us a, a nice rating and say nice things um that really helps um and uh, and thank you very much anyway thank you very much have a great day we'll be back again tomorrow with more exciting stuff many thanks thank you. bye <laughs>